Well, welcome everyone to the second episode of Conscious Awakening. Today we have the lovely Monet Cruz of Potent Habits. Uh, do you want to do a little introduction about yourself? Um, sure. What would you like to know? Uh, just your background in like spirituality and okay. healing modality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been doing healing work since about 2014, uh, primarily as a Reiki healer. Um, but then along the journey, I um, came across other modalities such as theta healing um, and emotion code, which is what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, yeah, so for the past, what has it been, about four years, I've just been immersing myself in learning and healing and helping others and, and growing um, as a healer and being able to be a clear vessel for healing for other people. Yay, and we are currently in her healing room. Yes, so welcome. So yeah, welcome to uh, Potent Habits Healing Room. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be temporary. I'll have a new space come mid-January-ish, so. Maybe we'll do another podcast there yeah. on another subject. Um, we'd love to have you there because I'm really excited for that space. And then who knows what will happen down the road if I, I know I'd love to have like a center or something, but um, you know, baby steps. It's all good. All about as long things. as the healing's being done, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, it's all about baby steps. Yeah. And a lot of it can be done remotely too. So, you know, I think... Um, what I'll be doing more in the future is maybe not even necessarily having people come over as much because the healing can be done from a distance just as mm -hmm. well as it is if you were laying right here on this oh, yeah. healing table. So yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just give a little background on how to how we met. <laughs> so, mm. so I, if you know, if you've been looking on my Instagram, I've been going to a lot of these aura photo classes and. Funny enough, she sat next to me <laughs> in one of the classes, and we actually have like a lot this. of mutual friends. Kind of close. Yeah, we sat like this. On the shoulders. <laughs> and then, yeah, somehow we just clicked. What I, oh my god, so wait, when I did the aura photo with her, uh -huh. her, her aura was extremely yellow, which basically means empowerment. And one lady commented that she's never seen anybody so yellow, in, and she's been to like, 15 aura photo classes. I remember that lady. Uh, yeah, she's yeah, cute. No, she's amazing. I love her. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, ever since that, I was like, man, I want to, I want to, I want to get to know her a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, it was interesting because, you know, I walked in and I was like, I think this is Apollo's partner because um, I've worked with Apollo for years now from Marquee. I guess that's the other thing I should have mentioned is also oh, that yeah. I, I have like an alternate uh, career, which is a cocktail server in a nightclub. Uh, so it's kind of night and day, you know, what I do, but it's it's all good. It pays the bills, and it's provided me to be able to, um, you know, learn and yeah, grow. But uh, anyways, see how I, see how I can get sidetracked. Oh no, um, no, no. So yeah, so I know walking into that, I was like, oh, so you know, excited to meet you. I had seen you before, but we never had a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and so that experience was my first time doing aura photos. Um, and I just knew that that was something that I needed to go and try out. And so it was because I needed to meet you, Yay. you know? And so I think there's so much beauty in the things that become available to us that we're invited to in certain types of events, even though if you're kind of like hesitant, like, I don't know if I should do that or if I should go, mm -hmm. my energy's out. Or, but sometimes if there's that inner voice that's like, no, there's there's a reason why you, you need to it. go. Yeah, yeah, you need to go. Just try it, like just surrender and just do it. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what the case yeah. was for me. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. And I, I think right after we were like both 
messaging each other right yeah. away like oh, hey yeah. it was so great and you're like oh i was just gonna say that well you know you're like i need let's we need to meet up we, we have need to like literally the we day need after to figure out what our roles are for each other and like get this going right yeah and so yeah we literally since. we literally met the day after at a coffee yeah. shop shut in that house and then i'm just gonna fix your mic real quick fix it. okay okay so <laughs> so last week which is um oh my gosh there goes my there goes my brain so we're here to talk about emotion code, yes. which is actually what you did to me last week. Well, you had a session on me for my emotion code <laughs> yes. last week. So what exactly is emotion code? Emotion code, okay. Can I give you a little, like, I just wanted to share this because I thought it was really interesting because this kind of goes back to, again, when you have that inkling or if there are certain signs. So going back to about three years, I had heard about the emotion code and I just kind of dismissed it. And then I was on my way back from a trip to Hawaii and my layover was in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there and there's this gentleman sitting next to me as I'm like waiting and he's like talking to these other people about some type of healing modality. So of course my ear is like, oh my God, I want to hear what he has to say, but I didn't want to interject because I didn't want to take a spotlight or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of ruin what they had going. So I was just kind of like listening and then we got on the plane and then that was when I finally was like, okay, I need to like say something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I introduced myself and he ended up sitting like in the next row, but like one row, um, yeah. like kind of like catty quarter, right? Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, I got to talk to you. And so it was actually about the emotion code. Mm-hmm. And so he was explaining it to me and I was like, oh, this kind of sounds familiar, but I don't really know about it. And he too, just like uh, the founder of the Emotion Code, is a chiropractor, and he um, learned about the Emotion Code and then decided to go that route in helping and healing people. But he even sent me a link, like, "Oh, check this out, get the book, or whatever." It was free at the time. I said, like, "Check it out," and I kind of just dismissed it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was one of those things. It was like the right thing that I needed to hear, but it was just the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward. Um, I think it was like a year or two later, I was doing a uh, theta course Mm -hmm. and uh, my teacher at the time had mentioned something about, you know, emotion code and it stuck with me Uh, out of everything that I had learned for, for the theta course. I was Mm -hmm. like that one thing about emotion code. I was like, I need to get the book and I downloaded the book. I read the book and I self-taught myself because anybody can get the book and just learn it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so from then on, I was like, oh my God, this is something that I've needed in my life because it resonates with me and how I want to help with healing people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really cool and I just wanted to share that because sometimes, you know, if you're in that position right now where you like, you you, you know that you want to do healing work or you, you don't know exact, exactly what it is, what type of modality, and trust me, there's going to be a lot of different modalities that you try out and utilize, but if you have that inkling or if something's like, really resonating or I just urge you to just like pick up the book of whatever it is and just start reading it and kind of see your relationship with the information that is being delivered to you and does it resonate with you and and try it out and so that's exactly what happened with me and as soon as I read it I was like I know I need to do it and so there's what's called a heart wall and so I cleared my own heart wall first and I did a lot of self-healing first before I really kind of went out and practiced on other people and then Mm -hmm. I decided you know what I need to get the course and just become certified. And so that's what I did. And now fast forward, we're here, but I did the emotion code on Rosemary 
last week. Oh, it was amazing. And <laughs> yeah, and so to go back to what the emotion code is, is the emotion code is a modality of healing where you're able to identify trapped emotions, um, negative emotions, uh, emotions that um, stem from tragedies or you know past events that are you know didn't really resonate with us very well and that energy can become trapped in different parts of our body, right? Or in our energetic space. And so um, what happens is those energies can produce physical ailments or pains um, or blocks, energetic blocks in our life from being able to move forward and many different things. Um, so by identifying the trapped emotions and releasing them, removing them, you're able to kind of free up your energy and your space and your body and move forward with the things that you really want to experience and and just have a great life. So, you know, just like any uh, modality of healing, there's layers. And so it's not like this one time you come in and you're healed, you know, but mm -hmm. you tackle certain things at a time. And if you have certain pains that are, you know, coming up or have been, you know, bothering you for some time, then those are, you know, those are things that we look at first. And yeah, so with you, we did the heart wall and then we kind of, I asked you if you had certain pains and yeah. I'm curious to see how that's going, but. Um, you know, again, a lot of people will have instantaneous results where their pain goes from like, say a seven to a three or a zero. And then some other people, you know, if they've had something for a very long time, perhaps, you know, it's going to take a, lo a longer time for that energy to kind of, um, integrate mm -hmm. and for you to feel better. But, you know, everyone's different, but everybody that I've worked on has had some type of like really cool shift mm -hmm. and those are the people that come back and they're just like okay what else is there what else can I do with this and there's so much you could do with the emotion code and beyond that there's the body code 2.0 which I'm looking forward to getting into so yeah. that I can't really talk about today because I'm not well versed in it and I haven't tried it but um that you know pinpoints more um directly into like pathogens and toxins and uh, misalignments of your bone structures and just all kinds of really cool stuff. So we'll do that another time. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because this is kind of like a follow-up from my session last week. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I mean, when you did that uh, emotion code on me, there were, there were a lot that were trapped mm -hmm. and the pains that I told her that I had were in my shoulders and in my lower back. Yeah. And so I actually filmed the wedding on Friday and okay. I, I did have pain, but normally before the pain would last like a couple days, uh -huh. but this time around, it only lasted like a day, maybe like 24 hours. Okay. And, but it definitely wasn't as severe as it used to be. So Good. I was like, oh, awesome. I wonder if it's from the emotion code. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, just to think about, I mean, like how long you've had these pains, right? Um, and I, I don't have my notes in front of me, but um, I think there were things that kind of stemmed from, was it your childhood? Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, to think about how long that energy, this ball of energy that's been vibrating in your body, right? It's mm -hmm. taking its time on breaking up and leaving and stuff like that. And perhaps there's some other things that are still kind of in there that we need to kind of pull yeah. out. So it was like the first layer and as she had a really cool heart wall because it wasn't that many things. Usually there's like quite a few trapped emotions that are in there, but I think for you, you only have like three or four. Yeah, I had three. Okay, so I was like, yeah. okay, this is the least amount of trapped emotions I've had in a heart wall, but that's really good, because mm -hmm. that tells me you've been able to just kinda, they're kind of big things you had, but they're, for the most part in your life, you haven't really trapped too many things in your heart space, in your yeah. heart wall, so. But I think it's also going because, uh, 
Ladies, because I'm trying to heal myself as much as possible mm -hmm. within the past couple months. Yeah. Ever since I started this whole spiritual healing journey. Yeah. And so, but it was still cool. I mean, I knew that was something I couldn't heal myself. Well, you helped things, heal. Well, like, yeah. You just helped, helped facilitate it, yeah, yeah, right? You facilitated it. Yeah. I was like, wait. So that's like a big thing too when it comes to healing. A lot of people have the misconception that you're doing the healing. Exactly. And yeah. I'm so glad that you're bringing it up because that's such an important thing that I love to share with people is that like... As much as people love coming to see me and they're like, oh, you're so cool. You're so amazing. It's like, awesome. Thanks. But I'm really just the clear vessel. I'm like the in-between between spirit or creator or however you want to see it or call it and the person, the client. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's just me being able to tune in to both spirit and the client and to be able to help facilitate the healing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when I'm in a session and I'm channeling certain information, it's not coming from my thoughts or whatever. It's really me channeling the information and me knowing like, I don't even know what this means a lot of time, but I'm just going to like say it because they're having me, they're prompting me to say this information. And most times they're just like, how did you know that? Or yeah, mm -hmm. that's crazy. Or, you know, and so, or I'll hear about it like the next week later, like, remember when you said that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I told you, I didn't know what it meant. And you, I know it would mean something for you, but yeah, that's usually how it goes. But yeah, it's not me. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, which is an important part I wanted to stress on, yeah. on this whole podcast. It's like, it's not another person. Mm -mm. It's, it's definitely all yeah. you. You're just helping like magnify that connection. Yeah. yeah. And by you showing up, you're saying, Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to do the healing. Yeah. I'm ready to identify what is it that I'm ready to face and say, you know what? I no longer, you know, um, you know, want that in my life mm -hmm. or, you know, I release that. And I think with the emotion code, what's so important is that it just really kind of pins pinpoints certain things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think every modality is there to help bring things to the surface, but for whatever reason, the emotion code, I just resonate with it like so crazy because you can get down to the age at which you trap this emotion and, um, you know, pretty much the scenario, what happened and I don't know, it's just really cool. Yeah. My earliest age was three. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was well, like... That oh, was, was three, just, right? Yeah. yeah. Did three. you remember? Yeah. That? Yeah. yeah that's did. when my parents got divorced. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't care. I'll, I'll I can remember everything. since I was two. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But even with the emotion code, you can go as far back as inherited trapped emotions. So it's possible that you actually have trapped emotions in you right now, in your energetic field or in your physical body that stem from either your mother's side or your father's mm -hmm. side. It could be from your mother, mother's side and then it was her father's side and it could zigzag or whatever. And it can go back. We can pinpoint like how many generations ago was this trapped, right? And so mm -hmm. I have, and I have to look back in my notes, but I did, um, um, some healing sessions with someone else and they, um, they were able to pinpoint, it was like 30, I think it was like 30 some generations back on my mom's mother's side. That's a and it long was, time it ago. was, um, I think the session, I was doing a body code session and it had to do with, um, like abundance. Um, cause you could work on certain things like, you know, opening up your abundance or calling in, you know, you know, more whatever in your life, right. Mm -hmm. More happiness. And so I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I can kind of see the pattern. Just even just knowing my, my, my mother and my grandmother. And I was like that kind of, yeah, I could see how that would continue to pass on and all those generations back. And so by identifying it and clearing it, guess what? I cleared it for myself and I cleared it all the way back to whatever generation well, yeah. that is. Oh, that's freaking powerful. That's like long. that's super freaking cool, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then now I won't even pass, I won't pass that on to my children. Yeah, because it's weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the other thing I love about emotion code is that once it's cleared, it's cleared. Right? Once it's cleared, it's cleared. You're able to trap that same emotion for a completely new reason. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important, you know, now that you've experienced uh, the emotion code, now you kind of get an idea of like, okay, moving forward, if there's ever a traumatic experience or something, of course, we're, we're human. We're supposed to experience emotions, but we're mm -hmm. also supposed to release them, right? Mm -hmm. And not trap them. So it's about doing the work. It's about, you know, all these different things that you're learning, um, like these spiritual methods or meditation and breathing. It's like all those things are going to come and help so that you're not trapping any emotions, hopefully, in the yeah. future. You know? I just I just love emotion code because I feel like it's something that we all need because yeah, whatever, absolutely. all the stuff that we've been growing up in, like, they're definitely trapped emotions in everyone. Oh yeah, Ugh, our, just... our generation especially. Um, I know that the youngest person doing um, uh, the emotion code is mm -hmm. five years old from what, what? I'm like, that. that's going to be my child. Oh my God, you're children like, you're gonna... But I want to teach them everything because if we're able to release as much from ourselves before we even have children or along the way, and that reminds me, I'll go back to something um, mm -hmm. right after I say this, you know, imagine how much freer our children are going to be, right? And mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a whole part of like this next generation that's going to really kind of take this world a lot stronger and oh, move yeah. it in a better direction because, you know, we're prepping the next generation for being more open to spiritual practices and thinking and and belief right mm -hmm. than you know maybe our last generation but um you're able to trap trapped emotions uh you're able to trap emotions while in the womb as well so that's another thing so in the oh, third man. trimester of your mother being pregnant it was possible that she could have trapped some type of emotion and you inherited yeah. that way as well oh yeah and another way it. is let's say you're just you're super empathic. I already know that. Mm -hmm. I think we're, we're both kind of like where we can feel yeah, oh, other yeah, people's yeah. emotions. You're just like, yeah. oh, and sometimes it can be like bothersome because you're like, I know it's not mine. Release it, you know, and you do what you need to do to release it. But, um, or you, you know, shield yourself. But it's sometimes I think it's, it's really important for people to realize too, is that if you're so closely connected to someone and you're feeling whatever it is that they're going through. So let's say it's a friend going through a divorce mm -hmm. or a death or something, and you're just super, you know, like just empathic and just like taking on their emotions. You can trap that same emotion yourself. Oh yeah. So you have to be careful with, yeah, you want to be there for people and like help them, but also know that like, don't let that kind of run your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you just got to take it and you release it and you help them the best way that um, you can so that they're not trapping that emotion as well, but also for yourself. So I think it's really important oh, yeah. to kind of understand all aspects of what a trapped emotion is and how that can be trapped. So Yeah. I mean, when we did our trapped emotion, it was something trapped that I didn't even cross my mind. What was it? Like in middle school? Yeah. I forgot what the trapped emotion was, but yep. it was relating to one of my best friends that I haven't talked to in years. And I was like, what the heck? That's yeah. so weird. That happens every session. There's just yeah, one, there's, there's always other people, and it could be like many, and people are like, I can't believe that's something that I would have like trapped, you know, on a, on a subconscious level. Mm -hmm. You just were like, it affected you that badly that 
you know, even in your mind, you might have been like, yeah, okay, I'm over it and I move forward, you know, something energetic. And that's, we're energy, right? So that's another mm -hmm. thing to explain is everything is energy, whether it's this pen or my hand. When you magnify it to the degree of like looking at it at an atom, atoms yeah. level, right? Yeah. We're all energy and so are emotions. So emotions are just like a frequency, right? That we're able to feel and, and at the same time trap. So if it's something that's negative or traumatic or whatever it is, however you want to explain it, and it's not resonating as a positive energy, guess what? And you're not knowing how to release it, you're gonna trap that. And so that's how it's explained, I guess. I don't know, I don't think I really explained that that well, but you know, if you just look at energy and frequency and how it all kind of correlates and works together, I mean, that's like the scientific way or physics oh, yeah. way of looking at it, you know? If, it's just, we're energy and emotions are energy and that energy can get trapped and you have to release it. I don't yeah, know, that's, that's the biggest thing. Just, you gotta release it. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, a lot of people that just have it stuck and or guarded or they put up a wall. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, going back to, to heart wall. Did you just wait, did you describe what it exactly was? So a heart wall is if you think about your your heart is like your second brain, right? And they say a lot of your emotions stem from the heart, right? Because you feel from the heart or whatever. But um, imagine these different things that happen in your life, these trapped emotions, and you want to protect your heart. So it's like your heart putting up this wall, right? So like this fortress. So if you have a heart wall, which most people do. Um, they're built up of these different energies of these trapped emotions that are really trying to protect your heart. They think they're protecting your heart, but they're really preventing you from being able to fully live, you know, a loving life and experiencing things that maybe, you know, would be a lot more fruitful, mm -hmm. uh, where if you did not have them. And so by identifying the heart wall first and removing those trapped emotions, your heart space, your second brain is just going to be so much freer and you're going to be happier. And then you can go in through the body and look, okay, let's see what else is going on and what's trapped in different parts of the body that might be producing pain or perhaps they get lodged. So let's say you trapped a, an emotion, right? And at that time, let's say you had a knee injury. So the trapped emotion energy likes to go where you have like the trauma or your yeah. weakest point. And so it could lodge there and you could be like, why is my, I, I didn't do anything. I wasn't in a car accident. I didn't play sports. I didn't fall. I've never, you know, anything, but my knee always hurts. It's because most likely you probably have a trapped emotion in your knee because at that time, for whatever reason, that's where it wanted to go mm -hmm. as your weakest point. Um, so by identifying all the trapped emotions in your heart wall, you're just like, so much, I don't know, you're just so much freer. I don't know, how do you feel now that your heart wall's kind of down? I mean, I just, I know you've had a crazy week, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I have been having a crazy, I've had a crazy week, but I don't know, I just took it as like, now I, I'm more open to um, giving unconditional love yeah. and receiving unconditional yeah. love because I don't have that wall to block any, well, anything. Let's, yeah, and let's talk about, um, it's not necessary to identify what the wall is made of, right? But uh, they do teach that, um, we do tend to create uh, some type of material that makes up that wall. And so with rosemary, I was getting some type of tree and I was getting redwood and then she said sequoias and she's been wanting to go there and then sure enough, we tested for it and yeah, it was this quite tree. So it was like interesting. So even on that level, on the subconscious level, we're able to work together and find out what in her mind, in her subconscious mind, what was her protective space, mm -hmm. right? And so it was like 
all these trees that was like creating like this forest around her, that is what made her feel protected. And there's been some really super interesting things that people have created as their heart wall. Like, for example, I had someone who had... Um, Didn't somebody have bubbles? Bubbles? Holographic <laughs> bubbles. And they're all different sh like sizes. And I had someone who had crowbars. I had someone who had a prison cell, um, you know, bars. Um, I've had flowers. I've had uh, bamboo. Um, there's been all kinds of like really cool different things um but yeah the bubbles that was a, that was a fun one and and there's also like an amount so we can test for like okay so if it was trees like how many trees you know and so we've we've find how many trees because the point of that is with each trapped emotion that we're taking down from this heart wall they all have like what's like a worth right so if you had 100 trees right mm -hmm. then maybe the first emotion was 30 trees. So then by removing that, you're removing 30 trees from the 100 trees. And then you continue to go until you get to zero. And so that's an indicator like, okay, heart wall's no down. Wall. Yeah. yeah. And it is possible to have a, a hidden heart wall as well. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't have one, I think. No, we tested for that. Yeah. yeah. I like to make sure that there's nothing else. So yeah, going back. So about testing, how exactly do you find out like what it's made out of, or like what even emotions or age, where it stems from. Yes, so the finding out what it is, it's really just kind of, I rely on my intuition and tapping into that, right? Um, but then to really kind of confirm, um, I like to use my pendulum. Mm -hmm. So in emotion code, they use, uh, we use muscle testing. And so I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's like a certain muscle testing where if you have your arm out, Whoop. And um, you basically can make statements. So like if you said, my name is Rosemary, or let's say, let's connect in. So connect in, okay. uh, give me permission to allow to connect in to you. I've already connected in earlier, but you know, for the purpose of this podcast. Um, and so then uh, you put your arm out and then uh, you make statements. And so by, um, let's go ahead and make a fist here and have it strong, but not too, too strong. And so you have the other person make a, statement, a true statement and a false statement. And when you get a true reading, their arm stays pretty solid. And when you get a false reading, their arm is weakened. So if I say, um, say, my name is Rosemary. My name is Rosemary. Okay, so she's, she's strong, so that's a yes. And say, my name is Monet. My name is Monet. Okay, <laughs> so it's like less. Um, I am 16 years old. I am 16 years old. Okay, yes. <laughs> totally a lie. <laughs> but she's not that much older like than that, right? Like um, so that's basically, uh, that's muscle testing. There's other forms of muscle testing. I know some people use their fingers, do different ways, there's different, uh, things that you can do for me. I just There's something about using a pendulum and I because I've been doing it for about four years now that I just can get like super accurate clear results um, I have played around with the muscle testing and I did speak to some other people who have been doing emotion code for a while And I asked them I go do you do the whole you know the arm muscle testing and they're like, you know, usually I'll just um do it just to get the baseline, just to test to see if we're connected in and if they're if they're testable. And and then from there, it's like, okay, we've connected. I already know you're testable. Let's proceed. And then they do their their way that is comfortable for them. So I'm still kind of working on this, the yes and yeah. no. Um, but because I've been working with the pendulum and I've I've read that it is okay to use that, I just continue to use that. And oftentimes, I think because I've been doing work so much through Reiki and other things, is that even I'll get the answer like right away. Right yeah. away. So it's like 
I think there becomes a point too for a lot of people when they're comfortable with it um, and when they're able to tap in very clearly is like you can be like, okay, um, there's, so there's columns and rows where you can identify which emotion it is. Maybe we should talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've, it's even happened in a Reiki session where I'm like, you know, in session and then I'm getting trapped in motion, trapped in motion. I'm like, really? Am I able to do this during the Reiki session? They're like, yeah, trapped in motion. And I'm like, okay, which column? Column A. Which <laughs> one? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And I don't have the chart fully uh, memorized, but then after I looked at the chart and I was like, I have to ask you, like, you know, and we tested for it and she was like, oh my God, yeah. And it was valid. And mm-hmm. so I was like, whoa, that's so crazy that I'm able to like mix. Yeah. And I wasn't even trying, you know, it was just coming in, that information was coming in. So sometimes it's like, if you're really tuned in, you could just like, you just know, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that was really cool. But I guess I'll go back to um, oh, this chart. And oh, you're, yeah, not, you're not gonna be able to see it, but um, there's a column A, column B, there's uh, six rows. And so what you test for is, you know, is there a trapped emotion ready to release now? And you get a yes. Uh, if you get a yes, then you ask, is it column A or is it column B? Um, and so there's like a really easy, fast way that I can do it. Um, and then you go through the rows and then basically, it, you know, you pinpoint whatever it is in that column in that row. Wait, I got and a question. Yeah. Would it be an inconvenience for you to actually do one? No, right let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. I'm gonna get my, uh, I was, I forgot to ask you before we started, but <laughs> no, actually, and let's do a, um, I'll, let's try an inherited. Let's see oh, if you okay. have an inherited trapped emotion, right? Okay. I'm sorry. My presser. You're good. All right, let me see. I'm just trying to see if my my mic is still good. All right, cool. Mic's still good? Yep. Uh, okay, cool. You just let me know when you're ready, and we okay. will proceed. I'm just um, going to talk real quick, because, okay. Yeah. I'm just, I, I haven't looked at my level. <laughs> but I'm good now. It's all good. Okay, so I guess I should say, so when... So the first thing you do is you ask if there is, well, first like you, first you try to see if the person's testable, right? Once you're testable, Rosemary's testable, we're able to proceed. And then it's always about, are we able to trap, you know, remove a trapped emotion at this time? And then if the body says yes, then we proceed and then I pinpoint. And then after, so you're probably like, well, then what do you do with that after? So then they have these really cool magnets and you don't have to use this one, but I got it because the creator, Dr. Bradley Nelson, recommended it, and I just was like, oh, this looks really cool and yeah. fun. I could just be like sitting wherever and like playing with it. But the reality is, is you can use anything like just a regular magnet, magnet. off of your kitchen yeah. um, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even beyond that, even if you don't have a magnet, is you can use your fingers because your fingers have energy mm-hmm. in them, right? And then even with me, like I always turn on my Reiki before, you know, doing a session just because I want the energy to be present and, and clear, but I can even just with the Reiki and just with my, my hands being on, clear it that way. And so in our bodies, we have meridian, meridian lines, and down the middle, we have the governing meridian, right? And so the energy that gets passed through there kind of branches off to all the other meridians, and so they match up with that. <laughs> that's the right way to explain that. Um, and so by using a magnet or by using the energy in your fingers, you're able to like reset that energy and clear it out. And with the intention, and I'll say with anything that you do, there's always intention. And there's always belief too on the part of the client. Um, 
Like Rosemary could have came over and the whole time she could have been like, I don't believe this. I don't think this is going to work. Mm -hmm. I don't believe this. Since I'm You're skeptic work. about it. Very skeptical. Yeah. And um, I'll have to say that I think most times with people that are skeptical and don't want to believe, it's going to be that much harder for the healing process to occur. Mm -hmm. It's like inviting someone over or someone inviting you over, right, to their house. And they're like, yeah, I really want you to come over and heal me. And then you get to the front door and you're like, I'm here. And then they're like on the other side of the door. They're like, well, I don't know if I'm ready for you to come in. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, I'm on the other side of the door. Like, are you going to let me come in? I have these like really cool cookies, you know? <laughs> you know, and it's like you not letting that other person in, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's possible to do it from the outside. But most likely, you know, guess what's going to happen? Like that interaction, that true interaction of letting someone, you know, into your space you know, it's like, yeah. So that's why I always try to call in like the clients that are really truly ready, right? Because I don't, I don't, not that I don't want to work with any skepticals. I think I actually do because I want to see, I want to just be like, wow them. But I really want people to show up and be ready for it because mm -hmm. I want them to have a really beautiful experience and walk away and being like, that was really cool, right? Um, so along with, you know, using the intention of clearing trapped emotions, um, you know, it's also the belief in, okay, we are resetting, you know, and it's you taking that time in and being like, okay, I've identified that that was from middle school, from, you know, my friendship with that person. I no longer want it. Let's reset, you know? And so the intention behind that is the energy you connect in the universe and saying like, I no longer want to align with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, that's that. And then and it's done. And like we said earlier, that trapped emotion can never come back for that same reason. However, let's say Ooh. next year you have the same. Why is it not red? <gasps> oh no. Technical difficulties. So we only lost four minutes. We've been recording okay. for 34 minutes. Oh my God. That was maybe it was, out. maybe it was when we were resetting. I don't know what happened. That was weird. Maybe it's because we were showing this at the go-go. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Maybe they were like, you're not ready for this. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Should we not do it? Oh, my God, guys. We cannot be afraid. No fear. No, no fear. No fear. The world needs to hear this information. Okay. Maybe well, it's how I'm explaining it. <laughs> ask your guides. Ask your guides no. if you're ready. Guides. Like, you, should you be doing this right Well, now? I called them in to help, because I'm really just speaking from whatever they want me to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Half the time, I'm just like, stuff's coming out of my mouth, and I'm like, that was weird. This sounds about right, but... <laughs> the light turned <laughs> off if you Me didn't... talking about this, it's like very new. I did a mm -hmm. living room talk uh, a couple months ago with a friend, uh, Chrissy, mm -hmm. and... Uh, and she wanted me to talk about the emotion code as well. And again, I'm, you know, fairly new compared to a lot of people that are out there doing it, that are probably talking about it on podcasts and videos and such. Um, but, you know, I've really had to just say, you know what, I, I'm not going to have any fear. I just got to like step into it. And maybe I'm not explaining it the best way. Um, but the fact that maybe there's something that you're hearing or listening to or watching is like resonating with you. If that piques your interest and it, if that makes the change, it creates the change in you in wanting to dive more deeply into healing or to being, um, you know, more open to receiving a healing session, then then that's what it's all about. So I don't claim to be any kind of expert or guru on the emotion code or Reiki or anything. I'm really just kind of in this journey of learning. And even when I'm 
gosh, I wonder if I'm going to be, ever be 95 years old. But if I'm ever 95 or 115 or 130 years old uh, doing this kind of work, you know, I don't ever think I'm going to be, you know, like an expert. I don't think we ever are. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. we're just here for the journey and learning more. And there's so much deeper into it. I mean, by then I'll know a lot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to be the expert in anything. So I don't think there is such thing as a... Expert. Well, I mean, expert is, it's funny you say that because my job is all about experts. Uh -huh. I do believe that you are an expert, but it's because you have that passion, you have that drive to yeah. always learn more. Yes. And just just comparatively, comparatively, you are an expert at what you do. Yeah, compared to maybe someone that doesn't know. But. Yeah. And but you I know what I mean. I don't know. I and mean, just that word, just for, maybe that's something that's a trapped emotion that needs to be yeah. Maybe you don't for like, myself. You just don't it's like a block word. from preventing me from moving forward. See, you're seeing it firsthand right here. Yeah, I was See, like, oh my I'm god, that thing is still blinking red, right? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, if you're just listening to the audio version, we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> but I think maybe that's why it stopped. They're like, wait, let's reset. Let's like, how are we gonna do this here? And how come that light turned off? Because that was really good lighting. Oh uh, yeah, so my battery died. Oh, <laughs> I actually saw it. Do you need? Is it like a? No, it's all good. Another kind of battery that I might have that you need? No, it's no. like a self charging, but it's okay. okay. Things happen for a reason. <laughs> Now we're in this light. Now we're in the still the beloved daylight, <laughs> but it's going down because it's sunset. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Do I have any other kind of light? No, you're you're totally fine. Okay. All right. All right. So I don't know what we lost, but it didn't record. But uh, I guess just I'll reiterate. So we no, have... oh no, we recorded an audio, but not video. Okay. Yeah. So but for you're fine. Okay. It'll just be a black box for doing that four oh, times, four minutes. Of... Interesting. Yeah. So interesting to see how all this all works because I have no knowledge of this. <laughs> okay, I'm Podcast learning. I'm learning stuff. too. Awesome. Um, so okay, so we're gonna go ahead and identify if you have any inherited trapped emotions. How about that? Oh, sounds cool. good. All right. Um, another thing I guess I'll say is through uh, my theta teacher, she gave me this list of. Um, emotions to replace the trapped emotion. So I've done some research on it. Um, it's not included in the emotion code um, booklet certification um, or in the book. Um, however, there is uh, this list of really good positive uh, emotions that she gave me that she, for her, she was like, you know, this really works for me. And I've read, you know, other people, it's worked for them. So there's kind of like a controversy of do you use them? Do you not? It's not necessary, but I, I kind of really resonate with why not infuse someone with really good emotions. It's not going to hurt anyone. Mm -hmm. Right. And I find that it really kind of helps with the integration process. So even though, um, if there are people that are, you know, dealing with some big things that we removed, you know, I find that their process of, you know, kind of integrating that, that information and, and that healing and releasing those negative trapped emotions that it's a lot easier for them to just kind of move on with their day. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so let's go ahead and see. So I use my pendulum and then uh, once we identify, well, I'm just going to show you the process. Right. <laughs> Yeah, just, um, just do like a middle mini one. So let's see. I'm sure yourself knows, does Rosemary have um, an inherited trapped emotion? So I'm getting a yes. Let's see. So it's in column A. Is it in column B? B in an odd row. B in an even row. Uh, B1. B3. 
B5. So in B5, so there's five emotions. Once you get to that box or column and row, uh, there's five trapped emotions and then typically should be one of the five. Um, if you're doing like regular, just uh, identifying trapped emotions in the heart wall or in the body, and you get to this, to these five, right, that are in that section, and you're getting like a weird answer or no, then that could be a big indicator that it's an inherited trapped emotion. But when mm. we're going straight to inherited trapped emotion, so it's gonna tell me. Um, so column B, row five. So uh, is it conflict? Is it creative insecurity? Is it terror? Is it unsupported? Is it wishy-washy? So unsupported. So unsupported is coming out. And then you are how old again? 26. 26. So I like to break that up. Um, you take the person's age. Um, and it's okay to ask someone's age in this context because <laughs> you really want to kind of help the person figure out when this happened. Uh, so I take the age and I cut it in half. And then I go, you'll see from there. Um, so the trapped emotion, the inherited trapped emotion, or what am I doing? <laughs> See, I'm getting tripped up now. You didn't trap this at a certain age. See? Ah, uh, yes. We're doing inherited. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I blame it on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I did catch her off guard by asking yeah. her to yeah, do yeah. one. No, but it's good. I was like, wait a minute, this something's not right. I was getting I'm like, mm -mm, check this again. Okay, so we got unsupported. So let's see. Um, is it the mother or the father's side? Father's side. Okay, is it from the father's father's side? Uh, father's mother's side? Okay, does it zigzag? So I'm getting like, so it, it's, you got it directly from your father, right? But then from your father's, he got it from his mother. Mm -hmm. And so typically when, when you see kind of that pattern, I can straight ask like, is it a zigzag? So you've had this trapped emotion of unsupported stemming directly from your father, but then from his mother's side. Do you, do you know those two generations pretty well? Like no, your father and then his mom? But, uh, so my father, when they divorced, uh -huh. it's, I haven't like talked to my father at okay. all. So okay. it makes sense. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, I don't know any of his generations or like if he was unsupported or felt unsupported. Right. Have you felt in, unsupported in your life? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause, okay. cause it was a divorce. And so he didn't, he's like never sent birthday cards. That sounds so sad, <laughs> but like, yeah. 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 That's crazy. So yeah. And it's, it, I mean, if, if I'm going to break it down, like on a, that kind of level, it's like, well, perhaps it was easier for him that way to be that way because he was unsupported. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't like, know that's how, how to be he supported. Learned. Yeah. Yeah. I can kind of identify with that a little bit. So, um, let's see how many generations does that go back? Does it go back, um, more than 10 generations? No, uh, more than five generations. Okay. Can you please show me five to 10? Uh, is that six generations? Seven. Six generations. So six generations back. You have this inherited trapped emotion that's stemming back from six generations prior to you of being unsupported. So imagine all these decisions that your ancestors have had to deal with, right? And they're not being supported and then moving along their ways and passing that along and kind of interrupting or interfering with, you know, being able to have a really full loving life, mm -hmm. right? And so let's go ahead and remove that from you because we certainly don't want you to have that trapped yeah. in yourselves. You, you want to feel so supported 
on many, and it could be on many different levels. It's supported by your partner, by your friends, by um, you know people at work, by your guides even. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's possible if you've been in that place where you're like, I'm so stuck. I don't know if I have guides. I don't know if they're really helping me. And questioning and doubting is because you have this trapped emotion of unsupported. And so mm -hmm. you feel like no one's really there to help me. You know, I yeah. don't really have, you know, angels and guides that are helping me. So we're going to get rid of that. And uh, for me, I'm going to show you how I'm going to. Um, so we're going to put supported, encouraged, and defended. Okay, cool. so you go to the back and let's see oh, if wait, I can go around. I'll go around. Go around. <laughs> Don't trip and over. I'll do this cool. with a magnet. Um, so you do this with a magnet. I think you can see. And uh, you start at the, the base of their neck and you go all the way down, like their spine, all the way down to like the bottom of their back, right? And for inherited trapped emotions, I'll center here. For inherited trapped <laughs> emotions, you want to roll it down 10 times. So with just regular trapped emotions, it's three. Mm -hmm. I like to do like <laughs> however many, like I'll just be like, no, keep going, keep going. I don't know. Until you're it's like, just okay. Weird. It's just my thing, you know? You kind of make it your own thing, right? Yeah. So, but for the purpose of clearing a inherited trapped emotion, it's always 10. Don't ask me why, that's just what they told us. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so let's see, again, we're gonna go with, Supported, encouraged, and defended. So I, I like to use, here's another thing. Before it, I feel like I need to be like right here. So again, um, there's ways that I like to do things, right? Mm -hmm. And so I turn my Reiki on, so I have the Reiki energy going. It's not needed, uh, but I just like to have that on, right? And then also incorporating the theta, <clears throat> When doing any type of work like the emotion code, it's really important to connect in and pray and um, do that beforehand, but also like at any point during the session, right? And I know that Dr. Bradley Nelson is big on prayer. And so for me, I like to incorporate that while I'm taking or removing the emotions out of the body. So I like to incorporate the theta part of it, mm -hmm. right? From what I learned. So I just wanted to explain that. So when I go back there and you hear what I'm saying, it's yeah. the theta. I will hear everything. Rank, you know. All right, so listen. I'm, I'm, talking, right. I'm talking way too much. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. That's broken. So true creator of all that is to the true seven plane of existence, it is commanded that the trapped emotion of unsupported in uh, rosemary, which is an inherited trapped emotion, be completely cleared and removed and replaced with the emotions of supported, encouraged, and defended in the highest and best way. Now, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done, it is done, it is done. And I kind of lost count, so I'm just gonna like, let me see, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, and, and one for extra credit. Right? Let's take a deep breath in. <laughs> Another thing they don't like, they, they don't like that. Another thing they don't say is, you know, what you do, you know, how you instruct the client after. But I like to let the client, like, take a really nice deep breath in. Yeah. Release it because there's a shift just occurred, right? That energy was just released. And so even for myself, sometimes I feel, and I'm just like, oh, okay, that was a big one. 
Sometimes the client will hear me say, that was a big one because I could feel it like, man, that needed to come out big time. So then you always want to make sure that that was released. And they always are, but it's just part of the process. Uh, So let's see, mature self knows as the trapped emotion of unsupported in Rosemary. So I'm getting a no. So, um, and you can ask different ways if you feel like you need to, but I'm getting a no, so. Awesome. We just removed Yay. unsupported from you, trapped Ooh. inheritedly from Man. like six Makes generations sense. back. <laughs> right? Isn't that cool? Do you want to go for another one? Um, yeah, we can do one more. Okay, let's see. Um, mature self knows is there a trapped, inherited trapped emotion in Rosemary? So I'm getting a yes. <clears throat> is it in column A? Column B? In an odd row? In an even row? Is it A2? Is it A4? A6? All right, so is it anger, bitterness, guilt, hatred, resentment? <laughs> ah, <laughs> I saw your pendulum. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yep, that's the one. So with that one, we're going to go ahead and replace with uh, forgive, tolerant, compliant, and peaceful. So um, let's see, is this from the mom or dad's side? Again, dad's side. Okay, is it from dad's mom or dad's side? Dad's side. Um, is it from the grandfather's mom or... Okay, so mom's side. And then from her side, was it mom or dad? Hmm, interesting. Does it go back to the... And then the one before that. Okay, so how many... So I'm getting... It's interesting, I'm getting your dad and his dad. And then his mother and her mother. So let's see. Is that the pattern? Is every two? Yes. That's interesting, right? Let's see how many generations this goes back. Uh, Is this more than 10 generations? More than 20? More than 15? Okay, between uh, 10 and 15. Can you please show me? Is that 14? Is that 13? 14? 14. 14 generations back, resentment. Damn. Yeah, so... (sighs) Don't need that. Take it don't need out. that anymore. Uh, uh, uh-uh. Let's go. <laughs> Man, I just feel like I know, right? It's resentment. Okay. So, true creator of all that is the true sovereign plane of existence. It is commanded that the trapped emotion of resentment in Rosemary, which is inherited 14 generations back, be completely cleared and removed and replaced with the emotions of forgive, tolerance compliant and peaceful in the highest and best way now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done, it is done, it is done. And I don't know how many I've done. What we will do? <laughs> Two. She's getting a massage here. Pretty much. Boom. Cool. Now take a deep breath, right? Take a deep, deep breath. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not surprised at that one. Mm. Let's see how much of yourself. This is trapped emotion resentment being completely cleared and removed from Rosemary. Is there another reason why she has? Okay. And that's another thing that you can do is also you can test. Like, is there another reason why perhaps she has the trapped emotion of resentment? And it could be yes. You can get a yes answer. And it could be, oh, something that happened five years ago. Mm-hmm. And of something from work and, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, my God that that would have been whatever but by 
identifying an inherited trapped emotion, you can find trapped emotions and then vice versa by, you know, doing trapped mm -hmm. emotions, you can find inherited. So it's, it's pretty cool. Right. So say yes or no. Oh, no. Yeah, you'll have any oh, other okay, reasons, good. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. I got it. All right, so we actually have about seven more minutes left. Wow, we didn't that get, much time I know. <laughs> you know, we wanted to touch on root cause, but you know, when you move into your new place, maybe that's yeah, what we'll talk about. I think we'll do that. Well, I mean, I'll just, I don't really have a whole lot to say about that um, other than the fact that, you know, I know that there's, uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would call it a new modality of healing, um, but perhaps it is, but I've just had this really strong visions and, um, ideas of creating something called root cause. Um, it's a word that just I keep saying and hearing. And I think for my purpose as being a clear vessel for healing is I want to help people heal, but I want to help people heal in the, in the, in the best way possible where they're absolutely certain and they see the results and they're feeling the results and they're they're absolutely sure themselves and it's not taking years for it to happen um, it's happening at a much faster rate just because it's that much more concise mm -hmm. and so with root cause it's really getting down to the root cause of why we have certain things playing out in our life whether it's from a physical level um, uh, emotional level, a mental level, spiritual level, but really kind of getting down to the root cause. So you're not going from doctor to doctor or psychiatrist or therapist to therapist and, and just even, you know, having like this session and that, and then like a year later being like, well, I don't really know if that really did anything, but no, let's get down to it. Like, I want you to come to me and mm -hmm. I want to be able to help you with these, these things. And just like, a year from now, you just be good, and maybe you don't even need my services because you've just you're good. Yeah, you know, like that's it. That's it. Like you know, and you do your you do your self work, right? Mm -hmm. But it really resonated with me when a friend of mine went to a naturopath, and he pretty much said the same thing. He she went and she saw him, and he says, "Listen, you know, I have this crazy questionnaire of questions, and I'm going to spend some time with you here today, but that's because." I really don't want to see you again. Not yeah. in a bad way, but yeah. I don't want to I don't want you to come in 20 different times for me to heal you mm -hmm. when let's figure the shit out. Excuse my French, but let's mm. figure this shit out like mm -hmm. and maybe you only come to me 3 times. You know what I yeah. mean or and I'm not going to put a number on it cuz there's obviously layers and there's yeah. only so much healing you can do cuz there's such thing as a healing crisis. Like I'm not going to have you come in and like do everything like once. 50 yeah. trapped emotions and inherited trapped emotions like that's just an overload mm -hmm. but if there's i know deep down there's a way where i'm going to be able to integrate the emotion code and the body code and theta and reiki and aura photos and <laughs> you know massage or whatever and just like combine them or perhaps maybe something will come to me you know and i'll get that information in one day and they'll just be like this is what you're supposed to delivered to the world. So I don't really know. This is such a new journey for me, but I'm just so appreciative and grateful and thankful that, um, the emotion code was developed and that, mm -hmm. um, it was something that was very readily, uh, available to me and that, um, yeah, and that I'm able to share that with so many different people. And I just really hope that I can take this and 
grow my company and at the same time just help people around the world. Like I don't want to be limited to just Las Vegas. And yeah. I think that was a big uh, thing I had in a recent reading with a teacher of mine. Because I know for a long time I really wanted to be a naturopath. Mm -hmm. And uh, she explained to me, she goes, you know, that you could do that. Uh, but the reason why it hasn't happened for you is because you're supposed to be out there on a more grander scale. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to reach people all over the world. And by being limited to just being a naturopath, you're going to just be focused on this <laughs> building in Las Vegas with however many clients. And with you're an just going to be so inundated with just that small group of people, which is fine. There's people that are, you know... That's what they're supposed to do. But she goes, but for you, you need to have a voice and like be, be out there for everyone to see. And, and I was like, okay, that sounds really fun. Cool. <laughs> How am I going to do it? So, you know, even when you invited me to do this podcast, as much as I was kind of afraid a little bit at first, because I was like, well, I don't know what to say. I don't even know if I'm going to explain it right. I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, I really had to just like, as much it was going to hurt me, you know, maybe just preparing, it was like, just do it, you know, mm -hmm. and the rest will follow. And that's like one of my mottos is just believe and, and the rest will follow. And so oh, yeah. we'll see, you know, it'll be really fun to like look back at this yeah. podcast oh, yeah. in like five years. And I'll be like, brother, let's watch that. Or really? let's listen to it. Remember Get some popcorn. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll have these like this arsenal of really cool videos and podcasts where yeah. we're just like, holy crap, look at the... Look, Look at the amazing things we've helped other people with, you know? Yeah, and that's what I hope to do with this podcast, just help other people. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it's all about, you know? Was we're here on a mission. Oh, it's 58 minutes. All right. Well, Ooh. tell everyone where they can find you on the internet. You can find me at www.potenthabit.com. You can find me on Instagram, at Potenthabit. Um, Facebook, I need to get really... A lot better with that. I, it's okay. Instagram yeah. and a website are all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in Las Vegas, but like I said earlier, I'm not limited to working with anybody just in Las Vegas. We can work by phone or by video chat. So if you're interested, um, all my information is online. You can reach out to me. And I look forward to helping you heal or helping you grow. And Yay. thank you, Rosemary, for giving me this thank opportunity to have a voice. Yeah. yeah. No, thank, thank you for you. coming. I'm. I'm definitely looking back at these and going, oh, what do I need to work on for my speaking? Because that's definitely that's something I'm working on. Yeah, same here. Because as you know, I can go on uh, many different tangents. That was... No, no, you were great. My oh biggest my God. Yes. Yeah, everything just flowed. But yeah, let me know if you want to try Emotion Code and why or maybe why not you wouldn't do it. Yeah. And watch out for the next episode. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>